Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Time to get up and get going, South Coast. It's time for the Tim Weisberg Show on WBSM. Also streaming live on WBSM.com and on the WBSM app. Talk to Tim now at 508-996-0500 or send him a message or a voicemail through the WBSM app. And now, ready to start your day off with a bang. It's Tim Weisberg. Welcome back in the third and final hour of the program here on Thursday morning. And uh, remember, we are now one hour away, less than an hour away from that Seize the Deal going on sale at SeizeTheDeal.com to be able to get $20 to Friendly Donuts in New Bedford for just 10 bucks, And that will go a long way at Friendly Donuts because it's very affordable. And what's great about Friendly Donuts, aside from the fact that it's open all the time, 24 hours, most of the time. They close Sunday nights into Mondays. But for the most part, you know, you can get a donut, some of their delicious sandwiches, their baked goods, their pastries, anytime that you want one. But what's really great about it, they're a hardworking family-owned business. Owners Bob and Lydia Correa have set up a, 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 a really a friendly atmosphere. There's no other way to put it. It really is friendly donuts. When you walk in there, you're greeted with a smile. You're greeted with a hello. They remember you. And they want to make sure that, you know, you not only get yourself a nice little treat for the day, but that you also have a good experience as well. So that'll be going on sale at 9 a.m. at SeizeTheDeal.com. And I've uh, I've enjoyed, yeah, I know. We're talking about weight loss here. We're talking about Manjaro and Zepbound and all that. But I've had two donuts this morning. But that's it. That's all I'm going to have, two donuts. That'll probably be all that I eat until later. It's it's bowling night tonight, which means I'm probably going to have dinner at the bowling alley, which is, uh, it's kind of like my cheat day type of thing where people say, oh, you know, you gotta, you gotta treat yourself and have a cheat day once a week. That's, that's what I eat at the bowling alley. Usually I get the chicken fingers and fries, but maybe, maybe something different today. Uh, the, my, one of the kids on my bowling, kids, guys, one of them, one of the other bowlers on my team, uh, he, he gets a salad from the bowling alley. And I'm like, I get it, and I should. I should get it. But I don't know, something about being at the bowling alley. You got to have yourself a cheeseburger or chicken fingers or a slice of pizza or something. So anyway, 508-996-0500. Uh, Dave in New Bedford says, 
we're talking about voter turnout and, and ways they can increase voter turnout. And, and Jack Splane and I were, were going back and forth in a, in a text message uh, exchange, and we'll talk about it on the air on Monday. But we were talking about how it is not just an issue with the, um, with the city, that it is uh, kind of across the board. As he points out, you know, Fairhaven's election was the same turnout as New Bedford's. And that Dartmouth's was actually less. So that this is something that is a problem across the board. And hello to the person that just drove up and waved hello. Uh, but the voter apathy or, or voter disengagement is something that is a problem everywhere. Now, my thought is, but the city with its resources should be able to do more about it. Or at least kind of set the tone for what some of the other communities can do. And Dave in New Bedford says uh, via app chat, maybe they should give out gift cards if you vote much like the way they did when the city wanted you to get a COVID vaccination. I get it. And I think you're somewhat tongue in cheek with that. But I think that the issue is that is that's not legal. You can't reward people for voting. You can't, you can't promise to give them something for coming out and voting. Um, the stickers notwithstanding. <laughs> the stickers are, uh, they have no, no value. There's, there's no cash value in a sticker. You can't, although some towns that don't offer them, I'm sure, you know, the people who vote in those towns would, would gladly give you a, a quarter for your I voted sticker so that they can wear it. But uh, I think that there's a lack of voter interest because a lot of them don't understand the local politics, the local elections. They don't understand how the government works in their city or in their town. And so they feel like they're not informed enough to be able to go out there and vote. And I think if they know more about it, they might feel more inclined to want to go and learn about the candidates for it. 508-996-0500. Good morning. You're on WBSM. Hi, Tim. How you doing? Now, in 76, I made a cross-continental motorcycle trip. And in Montreal, a uh, young mother at a gas station straightened me out on what was wrong with our democracy here, whereas they have good turnout. And she says, there's no grassroots level democracy. Over in uh, Montreal, they have block representatives. Every block must uh, elect uh, candidates, a couple of them, and they hold the ward councillors uh, to their feet to the fire because uh, it's very exciting, dramatic uh, involvement of people. They feel connected. It is grassroots a, um, uh, democracy. They get to vote much more on issues and, and uh, problems that your radio station here, people talking about lights out on the street and potholes here and there. And that's all happenstance, whereas it's all organized uh, in Montreal, and the people feel involved. They don't feel uh, disenfranchised as a result, and they they have reason to discuss issues and get informed. But I guess we would have to have that city council charter changed, which people like uh, Ms. Damowitz uh, supposedly will support in order to have real grassroots um, democracy. There's not enough voting that goes on. Look what happened uh, with the um, ballot question about um, 
uh, rent stabilization. One man, the the mayor, gets to cut it off, and uh, other people uh, in the council don't want the extra work of what would happen if they had to have committees to uh, judge whether landlords are gouging too much or what their expenses are. Less work for them. So basically, this country was started off uh, favoring all the rich and people with money and leisure to vote. And that's why, for example, we don't have a voting holiday uh, so that it's easy for people to get to the polls. So it's not really a very uh, representative democracy after all. And this idea that we're exceptional and we don't have to look at what other countries are doing because we're perfect uh, is nonsense. Well, I'll say this, though. If we're having trouble getting people that want to run for these local offices, you're talking about adding another layer to that. We're not having any problems in Montreal because it's very dramatic and it's very uh, community-oriented. People are meeting each other in the blocks. They're getting to make friendships, etc. There's connections uh, that keep them going. And it's a lonely society that we're in, you know, bowling in America. what we need is what they have in Montreal. Well, I mean, I think it would take a long time to get that, that much of a culture change in place, but I, I like what you're thinking. I just think it, that we'd be a long way off from that. Yeah, but basically voting is discouraged, and there's a legitimacy crisis in our democracy, and the people who are alienated from it, they are correct. But there's no one trying to correct the situation like they have done in Montreal. That's that's my point. I gotta say other things. For example, in uh, Australia, they pay you to vote. Yeah. See, I don't. I don't want to see that yeah. happen. Yeah. Well, why not? The ancient Greeks paid people to vote, and they paid people to go to the Olympics. Because then, whoever has the most money is the one no, that can influence the what state, happens. The state paid anybody. Anybody. I don't know. It seems. That seems. Uh... Well, well, now you know what. Now we have to pay. Um, the young people to go to college because it's too expensive. Well, so uh, when you have community college free for people, it's an acknowledgement that we can't have civilization without knowledge and people can't afford to go. So they're getting a free ride, which is necessary to fill the schools up because the enrollment's gone way down. Uh, UMass Dartmouth lost one third of its entire enrollment in the last two years because the kids don't want the college debt. Yeah. All right. Well, so, what... so money does talk to say that there shouldn't be incentives for people uh, to do things uh, when they don't have extra money and leisure, like, the, you know, for example, the business class, is not to face reality. All right, I'm just going to hold you there just because i got some other calls, but thank, thank you. you for the call. You have a good day. And uh, 508-996-0500, you're next on WBSM. Hello. Hello, you're on the air. You know, in, in, I came from Quincy. You knew when there was election there because there were signs up by all the candidates and everything. Mm-hmm. But here here in New Bedford, you'll see two, two, two um, at-large councilors have their signs up and nobody else. And do you remember... When Kendrick, Mr. Kendrick, ran for uh, state rep and won, mm-hmm. 
There, there he seems came door, he came door to door. Well, so I think to my house. There were a number of candidates who who knocked on doors this time around. And I saw a lot of different signs. Where, whereabouts do you live? You don't have to give me the exact I'm address, but what area? Precinct, precinct two. I mean, we didn't have a our, our counselor was wasn't uh, up for right. But but still, there's no signs around. I I mean, those are expensive. I'm sure of uh, people running. So there's no excitement in the. You, you can go by and not even know there's going to be an election. I think the candidates, if they can, have got to uh, get to get more active and get more interest in it. Not just the voter. I mean, they got to get the voters to come in. But if you don't see anybody or any signs or anything, you can go through life without going to an election. Yeah, I mean, I think I think there is some advantage to if you are a candidate. I mean, granted, all the candidates, everybody that was running came on this radio station and spoke about the need for more people to get out and vote. So they, they definitely want to see those numbers get up. But I also think there's an advantage if you are only dealing with 13% voter turnout, if you are running for office, because you know it's a much smaller uh, portion of the population you need to speak to and you need to influence and you need to convince to vote for you. Yeah, well, I think they've got to, uh, if you're going to run, you've got to become known. I mean, you know. Uh, among among the various people, and that will add to more interest in the uh, in people going to vote. Absolutely, that's just my that's just my opinion. But well, I mean, I'm I'm not putting down the radio station. I think they did a very good job trying to get to uh, the people. Yeah, no, and I, the I added thing is door to door stuff. Even right, if I, it's just your uh, team, you know. I mean, you're making me think maybe I should go door to door to get more people to listen to the station. <laughs> I'll get a lot of doors slammed in my face. I I like I like your show. Well, thank you thank very you much. Thank you for listening. You have a good day. Bye-bye. And yeah. uh, if you want to call in and chime in, five zero eight nine nine six zero five hundred. But right now, I'm going to take a break. We'll be back in a few moments. back in 508-996-0500 this saturday wbsm is teaming up with the united way of greater new bedford to help needy families this thanksgiving with our annual hunger heroes food drop join us this saturday november 11th from 10 a.m to noon outside of aldi at the dartmouth mall as the wbsm team and the folks from fun 107 will be teaming up with the united way and collecting thanksgiving food items You don't even need to get out of your car. Just pull up and volunteers will take the items from you and you can be on your way. And if you don't have anything to donate already, Aldi will have all of the items we're looking for right by the register for you to grab them and drop them off. And if you can't make it on Saturday, you can donate by visiting the Hunger Heroes page on Amazon. We're looking for canned vegetables, cornbread mix, cranberry sauce, gravy, instant mashed potatoes, and stuffing mix. Then the United Way will package it all up into holiday food baskets to benefit needy families on the South Coast and give them a meal to really be thankful for. Excuse me. 
So don't don't just grab whatever is in your cabinet and bring it on down. This is it's not that kind of food drive. They're looking specifically for items that will go into these Thanksgiving food baskets: canned vegetables, cornbread mix, cranberry sauce, gravy, instant mashed potatoes, and stuffing mix. And if you need that list again, it's all up at wbsm.com, so you can read it anytime and get that list of things. So come on by and donate this Saturday, November 11th, from 10 to noon in the parking lot of the Aldi at the Dartmouth Mall for our Hunger Heroes food drop. And thanks to our sponsor, First Citizens Federal Credit Union. All right, uh, let's take a phone call here before we have to go into the news. Good morning. You're next on WBSM. Let me talk to you. Yeah. <laughs> What's going on, brother? What's up? Hey, what do you think about, did you watch the Crown Royal? Yeah, I did, yeah. Yeah, The uh, it was it was uh, pretty disappointing. I was I was rooting for L.A. Knight, but I, I knew that it wasn't going to happen. Yeah, you know what? Because, you know, I did too. I didn't think it was a great tip to do at all. Um, I like. I mean, I liked LA Knight in the main event, which I think he should be there. But I know he was going to win. I mean, it was a good match. He took Roman Reigns to the limit a little bit, but I just think they're going to have to build Roman Reigns from. Yeah, they, that's the thing. They got to build him up a little bit more. You want to. You want to. What happens when he gets the title? You know, so you got to build him up a little bit more first before that happens. Yeah, but now you can see. I mean, you can start seeing the right on the wall, Tim, as far as, far as WrestleMania. Who could Roman Reigns go that he hasn't beat already? I mean, the list is, like, phenomenal. I think the only way that he can go to WrestleMania make a big deal out of this, I can't see anybody except maybe The Rock to make WrestleMania a big deal. I think I think that could be possible. I mean, now that the writer strike is over, though, uh, uh, I'm sorry. Now the uh, actor strike is over. The Rock's going to have to go back to work on some things. But I could see them carving out some time for him to come out there and take the title off Roman and then drop it to Cody. You know, a month later or so. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that way, I mean, Roman Reigns gets his prestige, but then fills it up with a bloodline and have someone come in and be the real tribal chief at the head of the table would be The Rock and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, well, we'll see. It would be an interesting storyline. I got to hold you there, though, because we got to go to the news. But thank you for the call. And uh, I really I really should open every show each morning like L.A. Night. Let me talk to you. That's how I should just start the conversation every morning. All right, well, now let me let Ariel talk to you and tell you all of the headlines of the day in the WBSM newsroom. Five Republican presidential candidates made their case for the Oval Office last night in the third GOP debate hosted by NBC News. Chris Christie, Nikki Haley, Ron DeSantis, Vivek Ramaswamy, and Tim Scott mixed it up over how to handle the southern border, funding for Ukraine, support for Israel, and abortion. Former President Donald Trump again skipped the debate, instead putting on a rally in, southern, in South Florida. Israeli troops and Hamas militants battled through bombed-out buildings in Gaza City today, more than a month into the war. Meanwhile, some 80 countries and organizations have been meeting in Paris to coordinate humanitarian aid and find ways to help wounded civilians out of the battle zone. Congresswoman Ayanna Presley is criticizing her colleagues over the House censure of Michigan Representative Rashida Tlaib. The Massachusetts Democrat calls this week's censure of Tlaib for her criticism of Israel over the war with Hamas, an effort to silence and attack a progressive woman of color. It looks like movie and TV actors will be going back to work after nearly four months on the picket lines. SAG Afsha and the Alliance of Motion Picture and Television Producer have intentively agreed to a new deal. The strike ended at a minute after midnight. 
Fresh off the heels of securing a contract after a strike against the big three automakers, the United Auto Workers is pushing hard to organize non-union auto plants. UAW President Sean Fain says the union plans to pull out all the stops and use everything as its disposal to get workers on board. Tracy Chapman has become the first black woman to win an award for the Country Music Association. Her 1988 classic Fast Car was re-recorded this year by country star Luke Combs and it hit number one on both the country and adult top 40 charts. At Wednesday night CMA award ceremony, Fast Car was named Song of the Year. In sports, the NHL is upholding its four-game suspension given to the Bruins defenseman Charlie McAvoy for his hit to the head of Panthers defenseman Oliver ekman Larson. The NHLPA asked for league commissioner Gary Bettman to reduce the suspension from four games to three. McAvoy has already served three games of the suspension and is ineligible to return for Saturday's game in Montreal. Boston hosts the New York Islanders tonight. A member of the Patriots secondary is unlikely to make an impact on Sunday. According to ESPN, cornerback J.C. Jackson is not expected to travel with the team to Frankfurt, Germany for their game against the Colts. NFL Network reported that Jackson won't travel for the game due to questions about his reliability. Jackson missed curfew at the team hotel prior to their recent loss to the Commanders. The Pats acquired Jackson in a trade from the Los Angeles Chargers on October 5th after the 27-year-old had a falling out with the team. New England is currently last in the AFC East at 2-7. and seven. And the Celtics have dropped back-to-back games after falling 106-103 to to the 76ers in Philadelphia. Chris Stapps Porzingis led the team in scoring with, with 29 points to go along with 6 rebounds and 3 assists. Jason Tatum chipped in with 16 points, 15 rebounds, Six assists and three steals. Boston will host the Brooklyn Nets tomorrow night at TD Garden. Now let's take a look at your local forecast with ABC6. We saw some showers pushing through at around midnight, but conditions improving considerably this morning. We could see rain likely as we're into the afternoon hour with a temperature in the upper 40s, cloudy skies, patchy fog. And then in the evening, a little bit of more patchy fog with partly cloudy skies in the upper 30s overnight, mostly cloudy for tomorrow. Temperatures rebounding into the lower 50s, dry and cool for the weekend. Be sure to watch ABC6 for my full seven-day forecast from the ABC6 Weather Center. I'm meteorologist Ceci Del Carmen on New Bedford's News Talk Station, 1420 WBSM. I'm Ariel Dorsey for WBSM News. Stay up to date with New Bedford's News Talk Station, WBSM, and get breaking news alerts with the WBSM app. That's for that last caller. Ariel, whose game is it? With all the people saying L.A. Night. Yeah. I'm going to get you into wrestling. Don't. Don't. Do do you ever. Have you ever watched wrestling? No, No. Never. 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 No interest in it whatsoever. I don't think so. I don't think. I don't think so. But I mean, it is entertaining. So. If you can get me into it, maybe I will start watching. Maybe we'll have to. We'll take you to a local show. You can see some of the great local wrestling that happens. I'll tell you, uh, it's a it's a news report. You have to cover it. Perfect. Start putting local wrestling results in the in the sports report because you know, you know sports isn't hard enough to have to 
come up with every morning. So right. let's, let's add that into the mix. <laughs> All right. Well, that is the LA Night theme song. That goes out to that last caller. 508-996-0500 if you want to call in and chime in. Got an app chat message. Uh, Tim, what's up with Spooky South Coast Caesar in New Bedford asks. We've been back for a couple of weeks now. We've uh, We've been back the last three weeks. And uh, we should be back this week as well. Next week, probably not because I'm coming back from Detroit. And although I have a flight a little bit earlier in the day, uh, it's Delta. So I don't, I'm not going to make any promises, any guarantees that I'll be home in time to do it. And uh, also, I think that uh, I'll probably be exhausted from getting up early and traveling home that day. So, um Maybe we surprise you with a show that night, but probably not. And then December 9th, I have an event, so I won't be around for that. But the rest of the time, we should be doing a show. There's some consideration, though, to maybe maybe taping the show in the future and then running it on Saturday nights, you know, or recording it earlier in the week at a time that works better for everybody, just so we can keep everybody together. But anyway, it'll be on Saturday night, so you can check that out. I think we're going to be talking about the ethics of ghost hunting. Uh, I'm trying to work on getting a friend of mine to to come on to talk about that because it's been a a topic of discussion the last couple of weeks. Uh, Also, very quickly, I just want to remind you all, 9 a.m., SeizeTheDeal.com. That deal goes on sale for Friendly Donuts. You get to get $20 to Friendly Donuts for just $10, and you can enjoy some of the donuts like I've been enjoying this morning. The Chocolate Frosted Bavarian, the, the Maple Frosted. Oh, so good. There's uh, French crawlers in there, all kinds of good ones. So 508-996-0500. Good morning. You're next on WBSM. Uh, good morning, uh, Tim. I missed the last um, 45 minutes, and, but before that, people were talking about ways of getting people to vote yes. and um, educating people, civics classes or whatever. And I don't know if this was covered. Um, we have to. I think we need to give people a reason to vote. Yes, we know civic duty and all of that. But I'm thinking of a two-parent, low- or middle-income family that's working and just trying to keep their heads above water, or the single parent um, struggling. Why should I vote? So um, I think they need to be given reasons. Uh, That would help because, um, you know, if they have some understanding as voting, your child is in school and uh, where the money goes and and how much money goes into the school system, having people that support your idea. I think just along those lines of giving people a real practical reason to vote um, might help. Well, and that's the thing that gets me about local elections is people say, well, what, what difference does it make if I go out and vote or I don't? Well, in the local level, it, it does make a difference. You know, that you look at some of these races that are decided by less than 100 votes, that's 100 people that got up and went out and did that because they felt compelled to do it, and it made a difference. So I think that there's there's a, not much room for that argument when it comes to a, a local town or city election. Yeah, but I'm talking about really spelling out um, you know, the fact that, look, it's the crime in your neighborhood that needs to be dealt with. It's, um, you know, this, that, or the other issues. Just really bringing it down to that very grassroots level so that that parent living down the south end in an area that is plagued with drugs or whatever, or the north end or down, just give them, um, just break it down for them. And that when you vote, you have a counselor, a counselor at large, who will listen to you. Um, I just feel that that's the piece that's missing. We 
cover it kind of in a blanket sort of way, but um, I think to just really break it down more. Yeah, I agree. Well, thank you so much for the call. You thank have a good day. You. Yep, God bless. And uh, let's take another call here, 508-996-0500. You're next on WBSM. Good morning, Tim. I'll be real quick. Last night, New England Revolution played against Philadelphia in a playoff game. Would you happen to have the score of that? Uh, I don't, but give me one second. I can look it up for you. Uh, da, 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 da. So Philadelphia won nil. Okay, so the Revolution are out then. That was a playoff game. If they lost two, they're out. Okay, that's sad. <laughs> All right, I'm sorry. Yeah. Have a good day. And uh, if you want to call in, 508-996-0500. Let's take a break, though. We'll be back in a few minutes. Come on, man. And with the local DBC News, Evan Cool J with a triumphant comeback. More But tonight, don't call it a comeback. I've been here for years. I'm rocking my pants. Put suckers in fear. Making the tears rain down like a monsoon. Listen to the bass go boom. Explosion. Overpowering. Over the competition. I'm towering. Wrecking shop. When I drop these lyrics that I make you call the cops. Don't you dare stare. You better move. Don't ever compare. Me to the rest that are all get sliced and diced. Competition's paying the price. Congratulations to Jennifer Thomas. You are the winner of today's pair of tickets to see LL Cool J and The Force live at TD Garden on Sunday, November 19th. Stay tuned for an email with all the information about how to claim your prize. And we'll be giving away another pair of tickets to that tomorrow. And then next week we have another great show. We're going to be giving away some stand-up comedy tickets next week. And... Um, I want to tell you who it is, but I want to wait till tomorrow. So what I'll say is right now, some of you can't handle her comedy. All right. 508-996-0500. You're next on WBSM. Hey, good morning, Tim. How's it going? Good. How you doing? Hey, I loved that previous, there was a previous caller who was saying about uh, electing block uh, people to kind of monitor the blocks. Mm -hmm. I think that's an amazing idea. And I know that you said it's hard enough to get people elected, like in a regular election. But here's the deal. The people reason why most people say they don't vote is uh, that their vote doesn't count. Right. Like if you think about uh, what goes on in neighborhoods and well, back in the day, should I say, where neighborhoods used to talk to each other, neighbors and kind of go over issues. So on community issues, I think that's what gets the conversation going. So if there's somebody that's identified to actually go to the city council meetings, like think about it like this. Imagine 10 gillies being in the city council meeting at once, just, you know, going over issues. I think that's something that, you know, would get people's voices heard and, you know, squeaky wheel gets the grease. I think that's a great idea as, as with the paying people for votes. I mean, it doesn't have to be significant and I understand your concerns about but every counselor or every, should I say, elected official has uh, campaign finance, right? So this means they would have to get out more. They would have to hold um, fundraisers more, get the, you know, and basically get their voice heard. Uh, you know, that's just me thinking outside of the box, but I think it would be a positive, to be honest with you. Yeah, I mean, I, I do think it's something that's that's worth looking into, but uh, again, and first of all, it would require a charter change, but I think it's also something that, you know, it 
takes a whole cultural change to make that happen. And yeah, but, I, I don't yeah, know if yeah, we're yeah. there. Also, keep in mind, the caller did preface that by saying that this was in 1976 that he talked to a woman about this in Montreal. They might not be doing the same format anymore. No, yeah, yeah, but it's. I think, you know, it's just a way to get people to talk. And you know how it is. Usually a lot of people don't like to, you know, call, uh, put their voice out there or kind of, you know, kind of get involved because they're timid whatsoever, whatever the case may be. But I think that's a way to kind of, you know, get people to vote, even with the, even with the money thing. I think the elected officials should have to pay the people to vote. Again, it, it drives them to get out and actually do the work. You know, I think the biggest problem here is there is no, uh, for the younger, younger generation, there is no, they're not taught civics, right? So they don't understand taxes until they have to pay taxes. And I think those conversations need to be had. It's what drives the individuals out there. Like, I'll be honest, Half of the conversations I have with my young adults, right, it's going over, it, it all starts with going over their paycheck. The first time they bring me their paycheck, they're like, hey, I got robbed. And I'm like, what do you mean you got robbed? And they're like, I, I was supposed to get 400 bucks, 40 hours uh, times $10 an hour, that's 400 bucks. I only got 290 And then we have the taxes conversation, which blows their mind. They're baffled at that, you know, so... There's no understanding of the real world out there with these younger generations because they're not being taught finances or financial literacy in the schools. And I think that's a huge problem because if they saw the reality of what it is, I think that would entice them more to get out there and kind of vote. Sure. All right. Well, I'm going to hold you there to take another call, but thank you for the call. Yeah, have a good day. Bye. You as well. And uh, let's uh, let's squeeze this one in. Good morning. You're next on WBSM. Good morning, Tim. How are you um, doing? My my neck. How you doing? My, my nephew uh, used to wrestle locally. Sean O'Brien Swilly. Oh, I don't know if I ever worked with him. Oh, it's, it's recent. He still does it sometimes. Hmm. Um, for, what is it? Brick. House of Bricks. Yeah. Then I must have yeah. worked with him. Yeah. Handsome, blonde, <laughs> blue eyes. <laughs> my sister's son. And what, what like, was his what was his gimmick name? What was his wrestling name? Swilly. Swilly, Swilly O'Brien. Hmm. I must have worked with him. And, he, and who's the guy that, uh, the popular one now, that I think he went over to um, the real wrestling now? Uh, what's his name? There's been... He, which one? WWF or um, one of them, one of those. Local, he, um, went locally? Over, he was local, and then he went over to... Um, oh, no, 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 I'm thinking of the guy that owns the toy store. What's his name? Oh, yeah, Teddy Goods? Yeah, him. Yeah, he, he was with him and all those guys. Yeah, T Teddy's gone to WWE. He's gone to That's AEW. Yeah, he's yeah. he's he's had a lot of a uh, lot of exposure. Yeah, yeah. So I I used to go to all those local shows at the, when it was at the flea market mm -hmm. on Halfway Road with friends of mine. <laughs> well, yeah, those were fun. I used, the, I used to love watching good, it. Good times. They still they're still out there doing it. There's still a lot of local events that happen. The Fairhaven VFW has a lot of events and. Um, I know in Fall River they still put on a lot of shows, oh, so it's yeah. still out PAL. there. Mm -hmm. PAL, yeah, I used to go to that one too. Yeah, they were fun. All right. But anyway, well, yeah, and as a matter of fact, I used to bring Sean, um, the one that's it now, uh, when he was only like uh, nine years old, and he used to love it. 
I, I probably have a picture somewhere of him when he was well, a little Well, you'll have to ask him if he worked with me. I don't remember working with him, and I was the ring announcer yeah. for five years for House of Bricks, and I don't remember. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. How lately or... Yeah, well, yeah, well, they're done now. They've uh, they've been done. Yeah, they did a reunion all, show last he's, year, but he's got a band too. He's in his uh, riverbed. Um, that's his band. Well, I'm, I'm sure we work together, and I'm just not remembering it. Oh uh, well, why well, you getting old? That's true. That is true. <laughs> all right. Well, you have all a good right. day. Yeah, you too, bye. And uh, we do have to take one final break. Uh, before I take that break, though, I want to remind you that now is the time. If you're planning your Thanksgiving feast, your Thanksgiving meal, and you need to order yourself some meat, well, now is the time to call the butcher shop. Order those turkeys. Order the lamb. Order the ham. Whatever it might be that you're going to have, they've got some great deals running over at the butcher shop. And they can prepare it for you. They can get it ready for you. They can also sell it to you so that you can prepare it and slave over the hot stove yourself, just like uh, just like the tradition is, you know, to get in there and to, to cook and cook and cook all day long. If you're going to do that, they're the place to go to get your meats. And they have uh, not only all the great deals on the meats, but everything else you're going to need for your Thanksgiving dinner as well. They make sure that they are a true neighborhood store where you can get everything that you need. Stop on by the butcher shop, 123 Dartmouth Street in New Bedford. Talk to Eric Let him know what you're looking to put on your Thanksgiving table and he'll help you out. Everything from the bird or the lamb or the ham or whatever it is that you're going to serve or all the way down to whatever bottle of wine you want to share with the family or keep to yourself. It's up to you. We don't judge. Their wine basement, their wine cellar there has so many great choices. Uh, Everything from $5 to $500, you're guaranteed to find something delicious at the butcher shop. 123 Dartmouth Street in New Bedford. And welcome back in. We are just about out of time for this morning. Stay tuned for South Coast Now with Chris McCarthy. Make sure now that you're jumping on SeizeTheDeal.com to get that deal on Friendly Donuts. $20 at Friendly Donuts for just 10 bucks. That's a heck of a deal. You want to jump on that right now. That goes a long way at Friendly Donuts. And again, you can try some of the delicious donuts like we are right here in the studio. So stay tuned for South Coast Now. You'll hear Chris full of donuts. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.